Welcome back to another episode of High Side of the Ropes. We back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Thank you. Well, welcome back to you. Yeah. Like, you know, you're, you're, you're here, finally. I'm here. It's cool. Finally. Finally. Don't y'all steal my thing right when I start? Well, you know, my thing on the podcast for saying shit. But you know how they always say it in the wrestling world, I'm back and better than ever. No. <laughs> no. Right. I'm back and higher than ever. They, uh, okay. That that works too. Did you yeah, say higher or higher? Higher. Higher. It's like he said higher. Elevated. Yeah. It's like he said hired, like he just got a job. Right. Uh, but last time we talked about a bunch of news. We talked about Mandy Rose, Matt Riddle. We talked about Vince McMahon's possible uh, comeback. And uh, it's basically the same thing, just update. Yeah, but wait, there's more because yeah, a lot has transpired in the last 24 hours or 48 hours, and uh, yeah, we basically have a full episode of updates here, along with some other news that we forgot to mention or that we just you know didn't find out about yet, like this one. This one, I think we found out like literally right during the middle of our podcast, if not like after and that was suzuki goon disbanding after this year i found about found out about it pretty early yeah same Mm -hmm. like about uh five in the morning where they usually have their shows Mm -hmm. that's when the news about it starting to actually get out no more at the end of 2022 that's pretty wild i mean that's a group that's been going for like ever bro it's been going on for over 11 years yeah But, you know, like, I mean, this opens a world for, like, everyone in that group. Especially Minoru Suzuki, who's, been, who's like, been, like, pretty much everywhere as it is. The stable currently consists of Minoru Suzuki, Taiji, Stag Saber Jr., El Desperado, Lance Archer, Yoshinabu Kanamaru, Taka Michinoku, Doku, Doki. Former members are Yoshihiro Takayama, Shelton Benjamin, Davy Boy Smith Jr., Takashi Izuka, Takashi Sugira and Kengo Mashimo. My apologies to my butcher any those names. I'm sorry, I have to ask. You said Shelton Benjamin? Yeah. I was kind of surprised when I saw that name, too. Yeah, I knew about Davy Boy. I obviously knew about Archer. Shelton, I did not know about. Yeah, I didn't know that either. I think that was uh, while he was gone from WWE. Shelton? That's pretty cool. That's dope. Oh, my God. He needs to go back. Holiday just not doing anything with fucking Shelton right now. Can you? Can you, can you think of where Sheldon has been? Remember his uh, gimmick was just staring into space during interviews, and it went absolutely nowhere. Yeah. Well, yeah. his well, whatever was planned for him ended when our truth got injured. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but it's kind of sad to see Suzuki Goon end. Yeah, it is. Just because it was a faction that's been there for once said eleven years, and it just kind of seemed like a fixture alongside Bullet Club Chaos. And now, like, United Empire mm-hmm. is now a new faction. So it just fit in perfectly with that whole faction warfare. So it's yeah. kind of sad to see it go. Especially with, like, people like Takamichi Noku, who've been going on since the Attitude Era, mind oh, you. Still going strong. With, like, modern-day people like Suzuki and, like, Davy Boy and Archer. Never forget the, the Michinoku driver was because of Takamichi Noku. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Also, the famous team, uh, I, keep, oh, I almost say Kai and Sky by default. Kai and Tai. Kai and Tai. 
Just because I say Kai, it's Kai so often. Indeed. Man. Uh, Funaki was the shit. Smackdown, number one announcer. He's a Packers fan. Did you know that? What the really? hell? Yeah, Funaki's a Packers fan. He's a huge let's, Packers let's fan. Let's go. Even though our if team fucking, sucks right now. If you follow him on Instagram, he goes to like games and shit. It's fucking great. I was going to fucking try to look for Funaki next time he goes to one. Right? Like, I really want to like, start looking for Funaki in the crowd now. Funaki! Uh, but it's making me think that with the uh, dispansion of uh, Suzuki Goon, it's starting to look like maybe Minoru Suzuki is looking to hang it up right now. Maybe. Maybe. Not like immediately, but uh, Liger called it. Also, his match with Liger kind of seemed a bit different from his usual style in their last match. Like, instead of attacking him with the chair after the match where he got the win, he just bowed to him after. Yeah. And he was, like, destroying him violently beforehand. It was a straight-up heel. So, considering that was probably a match that he had ever really, in a way, like, changed, like, character and motives like that. Yeah. And now, like, the faction being over, I could see, like, maybe the next, like, year or so could be it. Which is looking to be it for Edge, Dustin, and now possibly Suzuki, unless he decides to keep going a little longer. Yeah. But that's what it looks like Murder Grandpa. Because what the hell else does he have left to do? Like, there's literally nothing that you have not accomplished. He's a murder grandpa for a reason. He's a legit murder grandpa. Like, he was a fucking Pancrase fighter, and he had, like, double digits in legit submission wins. That's murder double. Murder grandpa. With submissions. He made people say, nah, I'm good for the fight, like, more than ten times. Dear God. That's some badass shit. He's one of the most legit, like, shooters that fucking pro wrestling has right now. Literally. That isn't named Brock Lesnar for obvious reasons. <laughs> uh, moving Matter on. Matter of fact, no, that's the last match you can give us. Him versus Brock. Let's fucking go. Uh, I, oh, God. I would actually want to see that. Him I versus Brock, lie. unsanctioned. Let's have them fuck up the whole ring. Deliver pile drivers on the exposed, like, cardboard and everything. Have them bleed all over it. F5 through the boards to have him, like, have his career ended. Have Brock bring out the tractor. Have him bring out the tractor, lift up the ring, and they start doing pile drivers and, like, F5s and Germans while the ring is still up there. Oh, my God. That's how Suzuki goes out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear God. You're welcome, universe. Moving on. Our next topic. Uh, Jericho loses to quote-unquote jobber. Uh, Action Andretti is far from a jobber, actually. Fucking Uh, amazing guy in in person. Dude, Dude, this match was hysterical. It was. To me, he was jobber because I didn't even catch his name when the match started. We saw him, too. He was at WrestlePro. Yeah, but I didn't know his name. I'm not going to recognize him when we're, like, all that damn far away back there. Also, I don't remember names like that that easily. It's more or less like what they do in the ring. I didn't remember until he actually said that, oh, he was there for that. Or that we were there for that on the pre-show. Which made me forget because we were pretty stoned on the pre-show. Yeah, we were. But, yo, I didn't didn't know this dude's name. So when they're chanting, let's go jobber, I thought it was hysterical. And then this dude kicked out of the code breaker, right, uh, going into commercial break. It went to a jobber break. kicked out of the code breaker. 
And this match was actually fire. It was. Like, I showed you the clip of when they came back from commercial and everything. Yeah. And, like, that finish and, like, that Arabian moonsault he hit on the outside. Yep. That shit was clean. And then he hit the standing shooting star press in the ring for the actual win, I think. According to Jericho, this was supposed to happen a while ago. It just... This is the one that it got put on for. This is Yeah, this is the match that got put on. He, it seems perfect timing because he lost the belt, so it adds more to like his like psychological state. Yeah. Perfect timing, yeah. It does. Also, especially since you have like Garcia being put with his elder Sammy Guevara now. Yeah. And yo, his face. His face when he heard that was just like, oh, yo, what? What the hell are you talking about right now? <laughs> like, fuck that. And he was just like, like, you saw all the life and happiness he had ever known just leave his just eyes. Just leave his body. Action Andretti is really good, guys. He don't, really don't, keep, don't sleep on him. Like, at WrestlePro, that dude was nuts. And now he is signed. Yeah, yeah he, now he's signed. Like, he's congratulations, also just, man. He's like, also just a really cool, cool guy. Just a really cool guy. Like, I've talked to him backstage a few times. Just a chill dude to talk, be around. I want to pick his brain. Like, dude seems, like, interesting as fuck. You said that a little weirdly with the pick brain part. You put a little emphasis on pick. My bad. Okay. Whatever. Pick. pick. But congratulations, Action Andretti. Signed with AEW now. That's cool as fuck. Um, we got some updates on Vince Meek Mahan. Meek Mahan. Can we stop talking about this guy? The year's almost out. Um, hopefully this is the last time we have to talk about that. I know Are you said, kidding I, me? I'm probably we, gonna have to talk about Punk on New Year's Eve. I know we've said this many times before that this. I wish this could be the last time we talk about Vince. What? But as long as there <laughs> is news about Vince, we what? have to cover the news about Vince. What? Yeah, what? Yes, thank you. So, uh, apparently, with Vince still being a majority shareholder of WWE. About you know, 80%. About 80%. He can now use that as leverage for if he, you know... If he's basically blackmailing to, his own company. Not blackmailing, per se. He's Well, the company isn't doing anything where he's, like, positioning it in a place where he is stopping any progress or a deal from being made. Yeah. But if there was a place where the company could get sold, he could stop it as majority shareholder because they'd have to go over that with shareholders. Yeah. He may have stepped down from power, but he still has, pop, like, shares and stock over a company that he created. Yeah. It's just that he doesn't work for it anymore. But now he wants to go back. But the yeah. want of him going back seems pretty serious. What I think is really going to come down to is that two lawsuits that he has going on currently. Yeah, It's probably going to come down to that. And depending on how the outcome of that plays in, we'll probably see where it ends up with him getting back, well back backstage. But the stock uh, dropped about like 2%. I don't know if it dropped anymore. But when it comes to that, uh, his people that he has that were like, his people before he even left, like his circle, mm -hmm. uh, they didn't say if it was specifically Pritchard or Dunn, but those are obviously his people, so it could be, uh, were not even for his move of wanting to come back because they felt, and I think maybe that retirement and the way that he stepped out was for the best and it should have been state like stayed upon that way and just kept like his word with it and just 
really just enjoyed retirement. Yeah. It's like, it's really what you should have done. <laughs> I mean, granted, it's probably not the one. I know it's not the one he wanted. Yeah. Because they said like, oh, it sped the process up. And he says that he could have stayed. But him being majority shareholder and stopping like a sale from happening if they're interested in looking in one. Uh, but so far, he's just be like head of board, basically. Yeah. And that could mean he could still get voted out. And that would be a coup, basically. And that would basically have like everyone that runs like the WWE, like Nick Khan, Stephanie, since she's now co-CEO. I, I wouldn't say it'd probably be Triple H, but it'd probably just be those two. May anyone else with like financial or something like that would probably have to be confronting Vince about like any change like that. Yeah. If he would ever come back. But so far, morale actually got a little bit low from people who, you know. <laughs> got rehired back and now they're hearing about Vince coming back which is the person that fired him which is something we never really <laughs> talked about yeah it's like can you imagine WWE just like one point letting everybody go then Vince just happened to be one of those people that it's like it's like you're playing just taking everybody back Vince might be one of those people that come back it's like you're playing GM mode and you get a good person booking your show one week and then the next show John is booking it and it's just like <laughs> oh my god am I gonna get fired again <laughs> like this person is just like yes i got rehired i'm getting pushed for the intercontinental title and all of a sudden it's just like wait john's booking the show ah oh, shit he's gonna fucking fire me to sign batista again because look about it like that like people who like are like cross who got fired it's like, exactly it's like now everyone's being like wait dakota if, kai it's like wait if he's coming back everyone i'm, I'm leaving like like Fuck that. A lot of people... Oh, God. Can you imagine the people who jump shit from, like, AEW to WWE? Probably. Oh, also, really, Regal would probably have to do business. Because remember, now, his new position, he's vice president. Yeah, that's going to suck for Regal. I don't, like, I don't see Regal stepping down. Hey, thanks for paying me throughout the rest of my contract while working with AEW. But, yeah, yeah we're sorry. We can't have you back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Because right now, honestly, it'd be best for Vince needs to stay to, as to stay far away. away, as far away from the WWE, uh, the public. Um, he doesn't have a good. How about he right just? Now. How about he just doesn't leave his house? <laughs> Let's just. Well, he he had a few that. public appearances where he was like at John Cena's birthday dinner. Remember yeah, where he, he came out with that mysterious woman? Yeah. I say mysterious because no one knows who she was. But uh, overall, yeah, we don't we don't really want that stress. Well, so yeah, the that's... fucking Vice documentary was BS. Like it was just like highlights of Dark Side. Really? Mm-hmm. I didn't even see so, it. So it, it it had Vince Russo in the clips that wasn't like you know old clips. So great to see them doing the research. So Vince just really needs to like stay the fuck away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Vince because, and Vince Russo. Because when you really look at it, it's like now we're getting so used to WWE being good and like enjoyable to fucking watch. The thought of Vince coming back means all of that goes away. And we can't have that. It's like, granted, Papa H hasn't been perfect. There's been some flaws. But it's like, at the same time, I'm not going back. No, not at all. It's like, I cannot do... It's like, yo, and it's like Endgame. We can't bring back... We can't bring back... We can't bring back Tatasha. We can't bring back Tony. They dead dead. Unless they do, like, the another universe shit, which probably might not happen until, like, 
the second Secret Wars probably happened. Or the Secret Wars movie, uh, Secret Wars movie. That'd be pretty interesting how that goes. But like, like I can't do it. Like, can't go back. Cannot go back to another Vince McMahon era. Also, because of the fact that he was forgetting storylines and then running them back again, thinking that it didn't happen yet. And also, like how they said, quote, his ideas backstage went from disrespectful to, oh my God, what the hell did he just say? Yeah. So it's like, considering now he knows that he was like out and everything and he's not like running creative and like daily like products for WWE and everything. Mm Mm-hmm. What the hell have you been thinking of doing when you came back? Also, think about how it's screwing over creative now for what they have planned already. Literally. It's just like, hey, guess who's back? Grab a script. (laughs) Throw it out. Fucking hell. We'll do it live on the fly. Fucking Vince. Like everyone, grab your earpieces. Gonna ask for his daily lunch a burrito while still not knowing what the hell it is. What the hell is a burrito? Gets a burrito every day for lunch for like the past four years. Didn't know what the hell it was. Doesn't like when somebody's called. Because someone was just like, "Oh, go get me like a breakfast or chicken wrap or something like that from the store," and he would. Someone would get it for him. He eat it all the time, and he had no idea what it was. Amazing. Only Vince McMahon. Only Vince McMahon. There's the Asian pornography one, which we've talked about. Yeah. There's the sneezing one, which yeah. Brody Lee, also happy belated birthday, Exalted yeah. One, uh, parodied where he came as uh, the was... Exalted One, where he was like sitting at the table and someone sneezed while he was eating a steak dinner. Or coffee? Which was, uh, no, they sneezed. Oh, okay. Because he hates people who sneeze because he says, like, it's them losing control of their body. Which is the same excuse he has with facial hair because, and I quote, I can't let it win, damn it. While saying to Cody, I know it's you under there. Yeah, when he grew out the mustache and he was doing that whole Caitlyn, like, she likes stash gimmick. Yeah. Just walked up to backstage and was like, I know that's you under there. <laughs> You're Dusty's boy. <laughs> <laughs> ah, look at the stash. Ravishing recruit stash. Ah, Caitlyn has no creative recently. Some bullshit like that, probably. Who knows? But he has that lawsuit going out, so I think it's going to come down to that. We'll see where he's at after that. And that'll probably determine how quickly they say no. Exactly. Oh, God. Uh, And another update. Another one. It's update mania. Literally. Another one. So, a source close to Riddle. Um, take that for what it means. Take that for what it means. It literally, that's exactly it. A source close to Matt Riddle denies he's being suspended for failed drug test. Well. You would say, hey, Nick. I mean, they don't do weed anymore, right? So no, they don't is, do weed anymore. What is he failing? Well, I mean, we brought it up on the last Like, Zero News, even though they're, like, not even well-known, they said, like, cocaine and MDMA. Yeah. But at the same point, it's like, there's a possibility it could be that. It's a possibility it could have been something else. It's a possibility it could have been, like, maybe, like, some form of steroid since he got back from injury. 
That's also he could have been like using a steroid to recover from injury. It could have been something like that. He's also like which would still be a fucking eh, on you because you came back and we're still pissing hot for that. So, so they're also saying that um because like you know using I'll say it using steroids to recover from like an injury maybe maybe a thing but competition wise probably not. It's an open discussion for that. But I don't know. It's like a very like open thing. Opinions can change on that. But if it is a steroid thing, but I don't think it's any of that. So the only thing, uh, it's very weird to know what it is because exactly. there's like so someone saying this, someone saying that, someone saying he did test that po- negative or positive for any violation. So to quote Dave Meltzer, either Meltzer. W- either WWE has secretly changed its policy or something doesn't add up. I think something doesn't add up. Something definitely doesn't add up here. Why Matt Riddle out of all people? He's I don't so know. In Riddle's the defense, there was that weird shit with Jeff Hardy too. He's also still was, going yeah. through that divorce, isn't he? So I so, will say that in Riddle's defense, there was that weird shit because that history is there with WWE with the drug so, test recently, and Jeff is somebody who left because of it. Granted, he's in rehab now, but you know, still a thing that is a mark on WWE because they didn't give him the test results still. And they didn't deny it either. So Meltzer also mentioned that one source close to Riddle denies the story, and the reason for Riddle being off is because of the pressure going through of going through his divorce. He did go through a divorce recently. However, the sources that are closest to Matt Riddle have yet to comment. So at this point in time, we don't know what's real, what's not real. I mean, if you it's... think about it, Seth Rollins did kind of. Poke that bear. You're, yeah, but it was public. in storyline. Uh, it could have like added to the pressure of that because maybe like they didn't knew about it. <clears throat> maybe like in hindsight, it was something that could have happened like afterwards, where it was just like poor decision making, where it was like maybe backpedaling after it happened when the product came out there, because that was pretty real as it got for a while with WWE. I mean, yeah, especially them because it was just like at that point, nobody bought up anything with the situation of like a divorce or anything like that personal. Yeah, and WWE in a long while. Yeah, because it was never on TV, never really talked about. It was just he's married behind the scenes. That's it. No one ever mentioned it like that. It was just he's Matt Riddle. Mind you, this is the second one too. This is not the first one. The Mm. first one took place. By SummerSlam is why that match got postponed. I mean, I don't think he's and he's in hot water with WWE with all like I guess he's in hot water with WWE with all going on and I just everything surrounding him right now. This one, but I mean, don't think he's in too hot of water. They still had Elias give him like a concert on Raw. Yeah, I don't think he's in so bad waters. More I, or less, I, I think. Because they said this was his, quote, second violation. Yeah. And it was either, so like, termination in, or rehab. So he's in a decent he's in a decent amount of hot water. He's literally where Orton was at. Yeah. Which is weird enough as it is. Because they said second violation. Like, remember how they made that, like, ruling last minute for Orton where you could have a strike taken away? Yeah. This is his second strike. Yeah. Yeah. But... Yeah, hope hope Riddle gets the help he needs. Yeah, amazing yeah. talent. Hope everything works out for him. And I want to see RK Bro come back. So I'm gonna say together. this because we don't know what's actually happening right now. I'm gonna say if it is true, Riddle. Hopefully, you get the help you need. We miss you, dude. 
take all the time you need. Don't stray away from the green. I'd say overall, just hope he gets to help you. And um, if it's not true, <laughs> well, then, yay. We got Matt Riddle back. <laughs> Woohoo! <coughs> but until we see, like, what there is, it's kind of just like a double-edged sword. It's kind of like, yeah. well, it's kind of one of those what-do-you-believe kind of thing. Yeah. Like, you know? but, it's like a lot of he says, she says. Exactly. Yeah. But we just wait. That's it. But we will be right back with even more updates. We'll be right back into a quick commercial break. Sorry to interrupt your likely scheduled podcast, but I, Hot Dog Dewey, have a fantastic announcement for you, the listener. Are you going to be around in Atlantic City January 1st? What are you going to do? Sit on the boardwalk? Hell no! You're going to pull up to the Hot Dog Dewey Air Hockey Extravaganza. As of right now, we only have two participants, Marcus Mathers and your boy doing the hot dog. And we got more stuff coming uh, in the near future for announcements-wise. So just uh, keep them eyes open on Instagram and Twitter at Dewey the Hot Dog. And keep listening to High Side of the, ro- uh, the Ropes. I'm pretty high right now. But I uh, hope you enjoy the episode. Thanks for listening. <laughs> It's your boy Kevin Stones, aka Kofi Weeston of the Dirty Hills Podcast. That's right, the Dirty Hills Podcast. It's a re- independent wrestling podcast, man. We go from promotion to promotion, place to place. You know what I'm saying? Wrestling event to wrestling event, and we interview independent wrestlers, man. We talk all sorts of wrestling shows. You might even catch us talking WWE or AEW, but you can catch us on YouTube. YouTube, that is, on every Thursday. We drop an episode every Thursday at 316. Or you can just check us out on our IG, Dirty Hills underscore 132. And shout out to High Side of the Roast, man. Those are my guys over there. They they are also independent uh, podcasts, man. Anywhere I go, they usually out there in the streets running with us. So make sure y'all go like, share, subscribe to High Side of the Roast. And you are Dirty Hills approved. Bang. And we're back with the second half. Second half of this show. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty much update mania um, as that continues with more news on Sasha Banks or Mercedes Vernado. Apparently, her New Japan deal is bigger, is the biggest one in New Japan and what was it? Stardom. Stardom history. That means it's bigger than Jericho. Bigger than the Rainmaker. Bigger than Okada. That's a that's a big one. One of the greatest, probably the greatest wrestler alive today. More than him. More than Okada. More than Jay White. Bullet Club. More, Club more than life. every member of Bullet Club combined. Every, every member of combined. Bullet Club. Combined. I would like, say combined. Combined. I would have said combined because we don't know what all of them are. Including Kenny? Kenny's not currently part of the Bullet Club. Well, Mia Yim is. Yes, technically, Mia Yim is part of the Bullet Club, and Jay White is acknowledging it. It's amazing. Mitchin is Bullet Club for life. Mitchin Mia. Yep. So, apparently, um, what it's come down to for Sasha, anyway, 
Um, it came down to um, basically salary. Uh, she was seeking a number along the levels of Becky Lynch or Charlotte Flair. And those internally in WWE have said she wasn't offered numbers even close to that. I don't think it was just a salary-based thing. I think it was more to it. I think it was probably just another thing that added to it. It could have been the straw that broke the camel's back. It could have been something that added on before that came in. Apparently, they even said she's not seen internally as someone who would be on a on top for the next five years. Mm. Yeah. That's, and I mean, uh... she was put in a tag team position, so... That's basically saying even from that position as being a tag person, you had no plans for her to enter the main event. Even under Papa H. Yeah. But Mm. everything with her, apparently her contract with uh, New Japan has been like finalized like months ago. About a month ago. They said her free agent uh, deal is officially like up on the first of next year. Mm Mm-hmm. But her New Japan deal got drawn up about a month ago. It's more likely she's going to confront Kyrie Sane or Kyrie at the end of her match, which she was rumored for a Royal Rumble return, but that was before she won the IWGP Women's Championship. Yeah, yeah. but he did that with Impact, but not New Japan. Mm. I mean, they said it was just about a sure thing before that title uh, was uh, crowned with her being the inaugural champion. So it could still happen. It could. Because her and uh, Triple H have a better relationship than her and Vince did, in my opinion. So there's a possibility there. I'm pretty sure that's also 90% of the roster. That's a 90% of the roster? Which that? That has uh, a better relationship with Triple H than they ever did with Vince. Oh, no. Why don't you ask Austin Theory how it felt for a while? Fair point. Why don't you ask almost how it felt for a while? Giving like main event and like significant big matches beating people who kind of shouldn't have lost. Also a fair point. But it's going to be cool to see when Sasha actually does make her debut. Mm-hmm. So, I think it's going to be New Japan. It's got to be. It's a fucking huge get. New Japan really swiped from everyone. Mm-hmm. That's Japan acting fast on that one. I haven't seen them pull a fast one a like that in a long too. time. A great one, too. Last time I saw them do something like that was when Jericho was hanging out in New Japan, like, consistently like that. Yeah. And then he was just doing the guest role at WWE for a while. Yeah, New Japan kind of took him more than WWE did. It feels like another version of that, just, like, on their women's roster, which is actually, you know, more intriguing that way. Because that's actually a pretty good way to start your women's roster, actually. It is. Just have Sasha come out or Mercedes come out and call out Kyrie. Which means she'll end up in AEW before you know it. Yeah, like the next Forbidden uh, Door show will probably be whoever's the IWGP Women's Champion versus the AEW Women's Champion. Which is something that would have really liked to see at this year's Forbidden Door if they actually had the women's title like crowned by then. Yeah. But more news on that. Hopefully Sasha fucking does good in New Japan. He deserves it. I'm hoping for I hope it's not like a complete bust. I really hope it's not. Meanwhile, we're still waiting on the Naomi front. Yeah. Where is she going to show up? Is she going to show up? Is she, like, could she be done with wrestling? Like, Because they said Sasha's deal got done up and finalized. I, I think everyone at 
some point wanted to see her and still, still does do. want to see her in the do. bloodline. Naomi? Yeah. Yes. Eh, yeah, I'd like to see her. I felt like there'd be a point where they could have done that earlier. It only but it kind of like diminishes the point of why her and Sasha walked out. Like everyone says, like, oh, like Sasha could have coerced her into it, which I don't believe. Like, come on, they're both like fully grown adults here. Let's they're be like fucking real about it. Yeah, they're like best friends too. Also, Naomi's cool with just about everyone. We saw her hanging out with Jade yeah. at a game. Like, I think an NBA game, I think. Yeah. And also, like, it's her choice whether she wants to leave or come back. We shouldn't be saying, like, oh, we want to see it. It's not our choice. I'm just saying, get ready for the WWE shills to come out and start saying, oh, we never love Sasha and all that crap. Yeah. Get ready for that. Oh, yeah. It's going to happen. Because I can't wait to dump on every single one of them. It, it, it's bound to happen. And that's the sad part about it. Like, like people are going to say, like, oh, she's like a sellout, basically. She did it for the money and all that. Like, I feel some of those stupid comments coming. Those are not from me, but, you know, those are from, like, you know, as, like, you know, fanboys. as a, or as the worst type of fanboys that, like, Joey had once said, Magneto fanboys. That's Magneto fanboys levels of, like, stupid right there. Listen, if you don't know what Magneto fanboys are, go on, go online and just type in Magneto fanboys. It's some of the most entertaining shit you'll ever see. The way some people think that Magneto is better than, you know, Half the Marvel Universe and several of the DC Universe, for that matter. I remember the Iron Man. I remember the Iron Man argument. Oh, got his ass with my Iron Man one time. So he came back, complete like plastic suit, worked out perfectly. Whoop Magneto's ass. The fanboys rioted. Come on, man, that should have happened. Man, he could have had his car keys on him or something like that. He had to have some sort of metal on him. Had to get his car keys, maybe like an implant. Yeah. So, so basically, if you guys think of any. Like, if you guys think of any Marvel or superhero character that you know for a fact can beat Magneto, go on this website and type it in. And then you'll get a reply saying how you're wrong in every theory under the sun on how Magneto will fuck that guy up or and, girl. And then you'll get a basis of how severe the Sasha, like, WWE, like, betrayal from the internet wrestling community is going to be swift. Yeah. And massive with the idiots out there. Magneto can't beat Ghost Rider. Like you Magneto. know, all the wrestlers, <laughs> all the wrestlers that came from his the- bikes made out of them. Exactly. He doesn't have to be on his bike, yeah, but yeah. it's hell metal. <laughs> you know, all these well-known indie talents who came over to WWE, and then when they left, they were dubbed the WWE guys, forgetting that they came from the indie. Studio. She's gonna get called that like instantly oh, yeah. when she gets and brought next, to New Japan. Oh, yeah. WWE girl. Mm-hmm. It's gonna it's gonna happen. They say that for just about anyone that leaves somewhere that's WWE. Someone can leave impact right now. Like Moose could leave impact when his deal expires, go to WWE for like four years and then go to AEW. Forget like the fucking 10 plus years he's been in impact. They're gonna be like, that's that WWE guy, Moose. Yep. That's Moose. It's Moose. Moose. Which is Moose. stupid. Moose. Putting Moose. people into a corner. How about instead of saying, oh, they're ex-WWE guys, how about you just acknowledge them as just fucking professional wrestlers? Or sports entertainers for that matter. Whatever way whatever way floats your boat, really. Well, if they're leaving WWE, it's, they're now pro wrestlers. Yeah. Just but look at them that way. Given Sasha complaining, if that's true, about like her contract like negotiation being as much as uh, 
Charlotte and Becky. It makes me wonder, like, how come it never was that to begin with, considering she's kind of been a draw ever since she started to do other stuff outside of wrestling. Like, when she started to do The Mandalorian, that really blew up more than it actually looked like it was going to. Yeah. It was just like she was everywhere now. And you know that added more work to her name. Yeah, so I thought, like, oh, easily, we're going to bump her up in, like, the contract whenever it got re-signed. Mm -hmm. But it was just... Oh hey, you guys are gonna win the tag titles at Mania, and you're both gonna job to Ronda, and then maybe we'll have a title defense uh, in there for you two somewhere. So, I can get them walking out. I mean, so far it looked like it got negotiated through with Sasha, so it's just yeah. waiting on Naomi. No, and and here's another thing. <clears throat> Think about how people have been reacting to this. Tony Storm walked out of WWE. People were saying, good for her. She deserves better. Yeah. Punk walked out, and people said, good for him. He de he deserves so much better. Yep. Sasha and Naomi. Ah, screw them. How unprofessional. They actually yeah. got on board with literally that message that Vince sent to them on the commentary. Unprofessional and just, like, leaving everyone behind, basically. The only thing that could have made it worse is they just said it took their ball and went home. Yeah. Which is... Granted, Austin did walk out in the wrong way in some ways perspective, but also he did have a lot of right reasons for some of it. Yeah. Well, and also he... it was like a couple weeks to the day of the anniversary where that happened when they walked out. Mm -hmm. Wasn't that when uh, he was going to lose to Brock on a live TV? Yeah, and it was unadvertised. It was random. And yeah. he found out about it on a Saturday, flew to meet Vince on Sunday, to basically say why he didn't like it. And basically, he wouldn't be moved. And he was just like, we're not even going to advertise it. Like, if we're not going to put it on pay-per-view, yeah. we're not going to hype this up as, like, a first time ever. You're not even going to promote this to make this, like, a first time ever, like, big, like, spectacle on TV. Yeah. Like, get the ratings. And he's just like, all right, well, I guess that's what it is. And he basically said, like, I took that as, if that's what that is, I'm not coming. Yeah. And he took that as, okay, I guess he's coming. So, the Sasha and Naomi, it was like that same situation, but I guess like just poor booking as a tag team. Yeah. It was a poor choice of creative. It was lose as single stars to Ronda, which we couldn't have anyone else face Ronda. And then basically, we'll probably have you like face some tag team eventually. And there are options that they want to do was do drop and Nikki. So... Sasha's got negotiated a couple months ago as Raj Geary got confirmed of actually breaking with uh, that news. So we'll wait and see for Naomi, but Sasha looks like a fair done deal so far. Yeah. And I'm curious to see how it's actually going to show on paper when she shows up. Word. But. Uh, but that's not the only thing. There's one other woman. Uh, another one. So, I know that one. So Mora has in fact developed on Mandy Rose within two days. Within literally two days. So um, Mandy Rose was reportedly making over over two hundred and fifty thousand dollars per month from her premium con per premium content P -p -p Premium site. content, fan Ooh. time. Uh, she has increased her monthly price from $25 to $40. Mm -hmm. Get that bag. She knows she, she knows her worth. Get that money. I remember you, bag. I remember you calling me to tell me about it, saying basically <laughs> that she made like a quarter of a million dollars off of this site so far. Yeah. 
Yeah. I haven't heard two hundred like fifty thousand dollars so far. That's a lot for something you just started. I haven't heard that grocery bag line in fucking years. And I got her grocery bag. Grocery bag. And also, um, remember when I would just tag you in a picture of a straight up grocery bag and not even say anything? I know, I know. So also reportedly, Matt Bloom, aka Albert is the one that actually snitched on her for the uh, the content. I don't know if that's true or not, but it's a name Damn. that's been put, pointed out so far. It's a conscience. But, but yeah. they said that they knew about it beforehand. Yeah, Was he the person who bought it up in the first place because it is NXT? Yeah. And, it, and here's the thing. They were fine with it until they felt like her content was going over the line. As it started to get more and more traction. Yeah, like more and more. Like, it and started because, to become more and more per, uh, pornography than, like, bikini shoots and risky. stuff like that. And because WWE can't have a hand in the profit in something like that. It was the Mattel deal that it basically. Was the Mattel deal that did it in. I want to know if it was actually Mattel that reached out. Because the last time that uh, I think it was a Mattel thing that happened like that was probably the Daniel Bryan, yeah. like, Justin Roberts, like, yeah, tie bought, thing. Because yeah, that's, bought, like, when it just started. Yeah, I bought that up uh, yeah. the other day. Was there another time before then? Not that I know Not of. Not that I recall. Because uh, previous, the previous people that were in charge of their toy line was Jax. Yeah. Okay. And the shit that they got, they did in the Attitude Era. Jax didn't care. They put out the toy lines and everything. That was the best fucking toy line in the fucking Isn't that the toy that line that had, like, the freaking head for Al Snow that just got ridiculed heavily? Yes. Yeah. Okay, now I know which brain you're talking about. Like, that didn't get them, like, to cancel their deal. They just replaced it with the font with a fake head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually had that one, too. It was just literally a blank, like, little, like, mannequin, mannequin head. head. It wasn't detailed or anything, just a blank mannequin head. Yeah, but also with her being gone from WWE, apparently there's interest, especially from Impact, especially as Tommy Dreamer said oh on God. Busted Open Radio. Slide that, my uh, DMs. Yeah, basically saying, call me, text me, DM, DM me, me, saying that if uh, AEW isn't interested, then Impact probably definitely will be. They look for a great talent. And they definitely believe that she is one. And I honestly think that she probably would go to AEW yeah. because... As we were discussing a bit earlier, Paige Van Zant has about the same thing going on. No, Paige... Pa- Paige, Paige Van Zant is basically the same thing. No, hers is more explicit, like straight up photos. And Mandy's was kind of getting there. Mandy's was getting there, but Paige Van Zant's was straight up. Okay, well, you also have that, and you also have Tony, which is a nice in-between. Yeah. So, Mandy is that in-between. Yeah. So I think that's a good like spot for her if she wants to continue that content, which obviously she does. Yeah. I don't know if Impact has a problem with it. I doubt it. Uh, but there's that going on for it. So I think now, it'll be a likely place for her at AEW. But Impact is a nice place too. That's so the now, only two places I could say really. So now a lot of people are like, "Oh, what's going to happen with New uh, Japan?" That'd be cool I just too. think Tommy Dreamer just wants her number. Yeah, it sounded very like it's. It was the way he quoted. He was quoted for saying, "It's like, yo, Dreamer." Calm down. Just say, hey, reach out. Let's have a talk about it. That's about it. You know Dreamer's married, right? That doesn't make it any better. Especially Especially the whole Dark Side episode where he compared his double ponytail to basically, you know, the whole flare incident on the plane. People are probably offended by my double ponytail right now. That's 
Not a good comparison, Tommy. Also, apparently it was allegedly blown out of context, but it doesn't. Yep. That's still yeah. pretty bad context all by itself. But then again, Darkseid also fucked up with the Vincent Man stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that was just a shitty thing for them to say. Nine lives. And it's like, dude, we've seen all of this. Screw Vince Russo. That's the only person we really have left. It really is. It's just like, yo, HBO. You really are the only ones when it comes to Vince. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's like, Dark Side, it's just like, you're the happy tale now. So another question been going around with Mandy gone. What happens to Toxic Attraction? There's a simple answer to that. You bring in Sonya Deville as the leader. And you name it Toxic Desire. Because of off of Fire and Desire? Exactly. And you keep it going. How do you know which one was Fire? Which one was Desire? But you make them go on a fucking tear. Who is Fire and Desire? Which Are you sure that, you know, Sonya was not Fire? And that Mandy was Desire? Because then that would mean that it should have been Toxic Desire when Mandy was there. So therefore, it would be Toxic Fire with Sonya there at the helm of it. You see, there's a lot of fucking implications here, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> this is really complicated, because they never even specified which one is I fire and desire. I'm really too fucking high to process this right now. Imagine how it just fucking felt that. just to get that into a sentence, my man. My man. Man. And I got a grocery bag. Oh, dear God. Okay, now, now it's being a I'm sorry. I'm trying to... I do kind of hope that if the they do fall off, which they shouldn't, because they said that uh, Gigi and JC have actually, like, like impressed showed him, like, yeah, they've impressed people backstage. Yeah. And honestly, I thought a main roster comp was going to happen after Mandy lost, because it's like, none of y'all have belts. The women's tag team needs one. Like, this division, the women's tag division is basically dead. We're just watching Triple H try and slowly make it relevant. But, you know, hot potato wing the title from damage control to somebody else isn't a good start, in my opinion. No. So it's just yeah. like, he's creating more tag teams as it goes along. Like, here, we have damage control versus, uh, uh, Tegan, you're back. How about you and Liv? And it's like, Liv was just in the singles thing five minutes ago. We can't even have Liv and Sarah Logan. We had to have this before then. And I love Tegan, but holy shit. We can't even have Tegan go in as the person just that helped go against damage control because of the whole Dakota, I'm going to kick you in the face and screw your war games moment. Yeah. So I think Mandy got a pretty significant pass over certain shit with the tag division if she got called up with Toxic Attraction. Yeah. But I thought that was going to happen. It's like she lost the title. She improved greatly in NXT. They improved greatly and impressed people backstage. So... Women's tag division needs it. Go up. Raw like, Raw women's uh, title needs more competitors, so go up there. Or you could have her versus Ronda. Technically, she was the first person to get eliminated in a Royal Rumble and a chamber. Technically, yes. Which is funny, because if you look at her, like, when she was at her peak, it was basically NXT UK Women's and NXT Women's Champion. Yep. And now she's a free agent. Just when I thought the new year is over and it's like, we could start actually maybe talking about the biggest news things that's happened this year. And it's just like, ha, LOL. Especially with Alt Wall Street saying, but wait, there's more. Literally. And it's like, dude, we haven't even gotten to Christmas yet and Wall Street's still saying stuff about Vince. We have Mandy walking out and the whole, like, you know, sexual misconduct with Vince being bought up at the same time. 
with Mandy's reason for leaving being like her content being too sexual, yeah. which is just very ironic for it that timing. Is. So there's so much stuff to update. We're probably going to be doing at least a few more updates for probably Mandy, Vince, again, Riddle. We probably won't hear anything more for for a while. I don't think so. I don't think we'll hear for, uh, anything about Riddle. Yeah, like, you know, time. well wishes to Riddle, but I don't think we'll have to hear much about it unless, like, you know, somebody mentions him, like, on TV, like Elias or something like that. Yeah. Or maybe Orton returns, like, at the Rumble or something like that sometime soon. But I can't think of anything else. Do you guys got anything? Uh, I don't got anything. No. All right, so that's about it then, I that's guess. That's about it. But, uh, you know, it's, it, it's, it's the end of the night. It's the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. Who's got some shout-outs? Anybody got any shout-outs? I know, Brandon. Brandon, it's not a complete episode until Brandon plugs his shout-outs. But first, let me get the fantasy faction out. Here we go. A to the K Wrestling. What? what? Buzzing with Marlowe. What? Sellout Pod. What? Dallas Ass Connection. What? 30 Heels. What? Faction Podcast. What? High Side of the Ropes. That's what? us. What? Java Tears Podcast. What? Official William. What? Off the Top Ropes. What? Rest for Laugh. What? Wrestling OG Norton. What? The Wrestling Takeover. What? The Cheap Pop. What? And the Bloody Mary. What? Oh my god, that's our fantasy league, everybody. Uh, you got nothing to do and you want to join the fantasy league? It's super, super fun. Brandon, I know you're you're, you're eager. Go for it. Okay, go, go for so, your shout-outs. Shout out Wrestle Pro. What? What? Next, what? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> our next show is uh, February 11th. What? Rawway, New Jersey. Uh, we have six matches announced so far. We have. Brick City Boys versus Iron Savages for the Russell Pro Tag Titles. That's going to be fucking nuts. Yep. Brian Myers taking on p -p 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 Powerhouse Hobbs. P -p -p Powerhouse. Powerhouse. Matt McIntosh versus, we talked about him earlier, Action Andretti. Yep. Jay Lethal taking on CPA. Boo Lethal. CPA. 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 It's my boy. Lady Frost defending her women's title against uh, Rachel Michelle. That's going to be a good fucking match. Fatality. And then this one I feel like is going to steal the show. For the interim WrestlePro Gold Championship, LSG versus TJ Crawford. That's got some hype. That's going to be fucking cool as shit. Uh, shout out IWA Intense Wrestling Alliance. Always. Um, intensity is being moved. To Sundays at yep. 6 p.m. from now on. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. At 6 p.m. Uh, shout out. So awesome I get to do that now. <laughs> shout out uh, Spartan Championship Wrestling. Uh, shout out Pro Wrestling Magic has a show uh, December 31st on New Year's Eve. Shout out Garden State. Woohoo! Shout out Titan. God, that weekend's going to be nuts because I'm going to be helping out at Titan and at Garden State. It's going to be fucking great. Shout out Sneed, Snoop Deal Double G and his missing belt. Yeah, shout Snoop. We hope you get that belt back soon, dude. Yeah, For I'm real. looking at it now. That shit is beautiful. For real. Yeah, beautiful. Like, that is a beautiful custom yeah. belt. We hope you get that back and defend it. <laughs> 2K20, 2K13 on 2K23, I did hear 
is going to have some announcement in January. So he could be a character. Snoop needs this for wrestling. We need we need him in the game so we could see him versus Cody. Word. Uh, shout out Rosh Kosh and Smash Master Wrestling. You guys are killing it over there. I War. see you. I see you. War. And shout out to the people that, just a shout out, Vicky. Shout out uh, to Jaden Staley How and Lioncore. Also, I want to shout out Adina Steele, who just recently is recovering from an injury. So, shout out to Adina Steele. Well wishes and hope you recover soon. Shout out Vicky. Shout out Tahir James. Shout out Frankie Picard. GG for the win. Fuck the takeover and fuck Jaden Staley. Shout out Pete. Jeez, Cor- man. Shout out Pete Corvus, Landscaper, Jay Evans, and Kurt Bale. Man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Bad, love bad, bad company is the shit, bro. I love those guys. They're funny as hell. Me and Jay, Jay, if you listen to this, we need to have a match, dude. Yeah, yeah. I would, I would like to see that actually. I think you guys, dude. Really we've talked, dude. We've talked about it before. We're like, I'm like, yo, we gotta have a match. He's like, yeah, we gotta. So I'm I'm hoping for that to happen. Uh, shout out Kings Road Wrestling and the Bocce Boys. You guys are killing it with the content. It's fucking amazing. Matt Tremont's gonna actually be at Titan against uh, Monster Mac coming up. Yep. That's gonna be fucking nuts. Oh, uh, shout out Turnbuckle Tavern. Shout out shout out Turnbuckle Time Machine. There's a lot of turnbuckles. Turnbuckle. Turnbuckle. Well, turnbuckle and ropes. And shout out everyone that listens to us, man. Even if yeah. you don't listen to us and you yeah. just so happen to click the play button. We appreciate it. Thank yeah. you. But uh, that's been it for us for this week. Wait, I got Unlike two wait, more shout outs. Brandon's got two more. Go for it. Two more. Two more shout outs. Two more. Shout out. Well, actually, no. Check out my Pro Wrestling Tea store. I have a few designs on there. And then check out High Side the Ropes Pro Wrestling Tea store. Yeah. For all your. High side of the ropes, wrestling, weed, t-shirt designs. Check them out. This dude really promoted himself first. It's okay. It's cool. <laughs> it's his talk. He, he, he's got the That is true. Right. That is true. So, uh, also, I do want to shout out a couple more people. Pete what? Delange, Rob C., Anthony Blackwell, you guys, the, the Intense Squad, right? The Intensity Squad. This is going to be fucking great. Oh, the commentary? Yep. yep. All three of these guys are talented as fuck. They're, all of them are cool. They're as hell. all amazing. I fucking love Rob. Shout Rob's out to amazing. those guys. Shout out to Hot Dog Dewey, man. If you're not doing anything on New Year's Eve and you're going to the GCW show or going to be in the area at the Lucky Snake at the Lucky Snake Arcade right next to the showboat, air hockey competition. He does. He's starting this, I guess, every year. Last year was pretty cool. This year he's got some names going already. Follow him on Twitter. Follow him on Instagram for updates on that. Shout out to Madness of Mania. Shout out to Charlie Bonifer. And I'm pretty sure that's it for us tonight. Anyone else got anything? Shout out to everybody who's listening and everybody because they know that this is the perfect timing to be a wrestling fan. Shout out to Meme G. Mokerlin. <laughs> Meme. And shout out to those who's literally parked and sparked. Yep. And shout out to, to everyone that parks and sparks. With that said, don't drink and drive, park and spark. It's always 420 somewhere. And Brandon. enjoy the high side of life. Thank Bird you. Kush, not your soul. Thank you. Beautiful. Yeah.